episode is sponsored by Relist.com, a cross-posting software solution designed to help e-commerce sellers create listings that are both efficient and accurate for multiple online marketplaces. Head to Relist.com, that's R-E-L-Y-S-T, to learn more about how this software solution can help your online business. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Dina. I'm Shannon. We are back with another episode in our mini-series called, Wait, Can We Talk About It? And today's topic is Shannon's What's It All About? I'm like already stressed out. I I feel like you last time we did this. I'm always buying stuff, like constantly buying clothes. When I say stuff, I mean clothes. And I don't wear it. Like I get super excited about how it looks on the website when I purchase it. And when I talk about website, I mean, I I am thrifting these things. They're online thrifting stores. And I get super pumped, get it home, and I save everything for a rainy day. And I have a whole closet for a rainy day. And I'm just wondering when I'm going to stop wearing my frumpy clothes, is mm-hmm. what I call them, and wear my fun, bold out mm-hmm. clothes that like I feel like are my personality. This is a great topic, very relatable. I think a lot of people are going to resonate with this topic. I have been in this situation personally a thousand times probably, so I'm excited to help you talk through it and dig a little deeper to figure out what the real issue is. And I think there are a lot of different factors happening here, so let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. I think you're going to do an awesome job with me because this is like what you do every day. Maybe not for yourself, like you're saying, but like you inspire other people all the time with like cute things and ways to wear them and, you know, buying things that make you feel great, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that, I think you're the perfect person to help me with this. I hope so. I'm going to try. All right. So what I think I'm hearing you say is that you have fun, bold style, colorful style. I know that about you. Mm -hmm. That's part of the reason why we're friends. And you are buying a lot of things, thrifting, thrifting online, maybe even a little bit of retail shopping. And you're buying things that appeal to you, seem fun and exciting, and You're buying them and you're not wearing them. So I want to start with why you're having these feelings. And I also want to start with, tell me a little bit about what you're actually buying. Okay. I am always buying flowery things. So like pants with flowers on them. Like that's my jam. Mm -hmm. Or I buy a lot of bold color shirts. So like I have like pink shirts and yellow shirts and I have pink pants and yellow pants and I'll have like some dresses. I've bought a few dresses and and it's usually like colors. Everything is just colorful, Mm -hmm. but I go back to wearing black and gray every day. I think that's like the bottom line, black and gray and comfortable. Cause if I put something on, like I try, like say I get it in the mail and I try it on and it's not immediately comfortable. I always go to, well, it will be comfortable and like if I lose 10 pounds, you know, so then I never send anything back. I keep everything mm-hmm. because I'm just like, no, I found this. It is my size. So if I just lose 10 pounds, it'll be comfortable. If I just lose 10 pounds, it'll it'll be cute the way I want it to be. I don't ever accept that it that it's not for me because mm-hmm. I'm like, no, like I found this thing. And I feel like that might be derived from 
years and years of not being able to find my size at, in retail stores or at the thrift store or not being able to find my size in the cute, funky thing. So then I'm just like, no, I'm keeping this thing because it is my size. Even though it doesn't fit the way I want it to fit, it will. And it's like, I can't will it to do these things, but I think that I can. And then I keep the things And then, you know, in a year, I'll be like, oh, I forgot I had that. And I'll try it on again. And it'll be exactly the same because I'm usually the same. And I just have all these really cute things that I can't wear. So it's just like another layer of you can't do this because you're fat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Describe to me what you end up resorting to every morning. Usually black pants that are like jeans, but like can be pulled off as like, you know, business casual and a flowy shirt that covers my gut and my butt mm-hmm. and then like a cardigan or something to go over it and and it's always like dark colors when i wear bright colors i feel exposed mm-hmm. and i have to be very confident that day to not care and be like whatever this is who i am and some days i can pull it off but you know it's like every day you wake up different and a lot of times it's so early in the morning that i'm like better safe than sorry and i just wear the same old stuff because we've all been in that moment where we're at work and we're like man, why did I wear this? This is going to be a hard day. Or for me, I think my biggest thing is then I want to hide from my students and I want to sit behind my desk all day instead of standing up, which does not work well at my school. You know, so it's like if I go to school and I'm not comfortable and I can't walk around my classroom and feel comfortable, then I'm not going to have a good day because I'm not doing my job right. You know, so it's like better be safe by just wearing your you know, all black uniform or every once in a while, like I'll have like a cute shirt with, with like a cardigan or something over it or funky shoes. But I I never am a hundred percent my funky self at school because I'm, I'm never ready to feel uncomfortable. You know, like I need to be comfortable at school. What, What I'm taking away from this is that comfort means two things to you. When you say comfortable, where my mind automatically goes is physically like your clothes feel comfortable on you like it's your pants are stretchy waistband like things that you can physically move around in Mm -hmm. but i think the other piece of comfort or the other definition of comfort to you is not only do they physically feel comfortable like subconsciously make you feel comfortable right where maybe you're wearing super comfy stretchy bright yellow pants physically on your body they feel great they feel like you're wearing sweatpants Mm -hmm. but the idea of this other definition of comfort to you is like i feel uncomfortable because i feel too bold or too exposed yes i'm too funky for this body right yeah right like like if i would wear the yellow pants then i'm gonna be worried can people see cellulite through these pants because they're bright where black pants, you can't see that. You can just hide behind You can all hide of behind all of it, right. Or like, can people see the actual shape of my leg yeah. instead of just seeing like a shadow? Exactly. And it's like, some days I don't give two craps. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm confident, I'm ready to go. And then most of the time, I'm not because I just... You don't want to drop. I'm just not. Yeah. So to me, those are two issues because I think a lot of times what happens, like we buy cool things that are just uncomfortable, like physically uncomfortable, which can be fixed. That's an easy problem to fix. But I think the deeper issue for you right now is that 
you could be buying super comfortable, well-made, flowy, comfortable clothes. But the deeper issue for you is you are feeling like you don't deserve to wear those things. Mm -hmm. Even if it's comfortable on your body, you feel like because you haven't lost 10, 20, 50 pounds, whatever it is, you don't deserve, you are not worthy of wearing these clothes, even though you love the way those yellow pants feel and you love that color, but you don't deserve that. Right, taking up too much space. Yeah. Yeah, taking up too much attention. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're one issue. In my mind, I kind of separate them because I think there are, so, there are two different sets of solutions for those problems. On that note, I want us to dig a little deeper. You want to do this part? Okay. Are you sure? At any point, we can stop. Okay? So, we Mm -hmm. talked about some of these things, but we're going to dig a little deeper and play the why game. Okay. All right? So, I'll start. You're buying clothes that you don't wear. Why? Because they may not be comfortable to me. Why? Because they're new to me, and I don't know my comfort level with them yet. Why? Because I might show too much fat and I don't want to show off my body like that. Why? Because I'm ashamed of my fat. Why? Because it's a reminder that I failed at being healthy for years. Why? Because people say fat isn't healthy and I believe that fat isn't healthy. Why? Because that's how I was brought up. You know, if you show your lumps and bumps and you don't have them contained or covered then something's wrong with you. Why? Because I don't want to disappoint my family by flaunting my fat. Why? Because I'm not comfortable with my fat. So now that we've found the root cause, (laughs) which I think that... I hate it though, because it's like, I talk all the time about how you need to be confident in your body, you know? So it's just like, how can I, how can I not be comfortable with myself, but then tell everybody else to be comfortable with theirself? Isn't that the age-old story that it's easier said than done. You know, we talked about this in the last episode about how, you know, you were giving me advice about finding confidence and not doubting myself and not doubting my abilities. But then I know that you do that to yourself too. Right. 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 Like it's easier for us to tell other people and to see the beauty in other people and, and all of their great attributes and all the wonderful things about them. But we're so hard on ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves. I don't see any of the things that you just said to me. I don't see any of those things in you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. As in like things you were saying to me last time we talked, like, yeah, like when you talking about being irrelevant or something, like I would never see that in you. Right. Yeah. So who made us this way? Why are we all so mean to ourselves in our our head, you know? I know. And we have an opportunity you know, you as a teacher and me as a mom to raise the next generation of girls to not feel like this. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about what's happening here. The first thing I want you to constantly remind yourself of, I don't care if you have to write it down, if it's your mantra every morning, you are worthy of being fashionable, whatever fashionable means for you. If it means wearing a garbage bag or yellow <laughs> pants or black pants, however you Define fashionable, you are worthy of that. You deserve to feel beautiful in your clothes. I also want you to remind yourself that fashion isn't just for small sizes, and all parts of you have place in your wardrobe. 
That was something Rajni told us last time on the episode. It's something she told me when we were working together. All parts of you have place in your wardrobe. And that has stuck with me. And that I always say that to myself. I love her. Yeah. That's sweet. Because I think what's happening for you and a lot of women, the majority of women, is that we feel like because we are a certain size or maybe we gained weight or lost weight or had a baby or had surgery or whatever it is, that we feel like we are not worthy of wearing this thing that we love, that is beautiful, that whatever beautiful means to you, I know certain colors and patterns appeal to you. You've always loved these kinds of things. You like them. That's part of who you are. But you feel like, and I felt like this. I still feel like this ever since I have had a baby weight. I don't deserve to wear that. No, I can't buy that thing until I lose weight because I'm not worthy of of wearing that thing right now. My body is not worthy of wearing that thing right now. Right, right. Or the attention that you're going to draw. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, and then I think another thing that bothers me is the attention that you draw then. Are you getting positive attention? Are you getting negative attention? And then it's just like, in a confident day, you don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing what you do. And it's like, I need to find ways to find that confidence because I have them. And it's just like, you want to bottle it up. You know, we talked about that mm-hmm. last time. Like, you want to bottle up those days where you are just rocking everything. And and it's just so hard because it's just like everything just lines up for you like twice a month, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then the rest of the month, you're just like a hot mess. And yeah. I just wish that I could find those days more often. Yep. And I'm wondering if I'm going to have to wait for like menopause. Like, what, like when when is that going to happen? <laughs> Until we resolve that part, we're just putting a Band-Aid on it. Because Mm -hmm. I think that's part of the deeper issue, right? right? Is that a lot of times we don't feel like we we deserve it. We don't deserve the attention. We don't want the attention. And But deep down inside, you still really want to wear these things Mm -hmm. because they are part of your personality and what makes you happy. So remind yourself of those things every time you get dressed. Now, I think that there are some like kind of, I don't know if technical is the word, but there is some like little things you can do to build a wardrobe that will make you feel comfortable physically, emotionally, and financially that will definitely have a huge impact on kind of the cycle that's happening. Sometimes I feel like I want to punish myself. And when I say that, I I don't know, some people might not see it that way. But if I want to stop wearing something, I need to actually give it to Goodwill. I get so hooked on comfort and so hooked on like, this is my uniform. This is what I wear in the winter at school. This is what I wear, what I wear in the spring at school. I get so reeled into that, that it, I can't stop because it's my go-to, you know, even though they're not making me feel happy, they're making me feel comfortable. And in the moment, comfortable is more important than happy. So it's like, I like a, there's been a few times where I'm like, I need to stop wearing this. I don't even like the way it looks on me. So I just like give it to Goodwill. You know, and then I forget I forget it even existed and it's something I probably wore every week for like two years. It's just it's kind of weird mm-hmm. that I but I really get hooked on things. Mm-hmm. Like I still have things that I wore at Greenleaf and mm-hmm. I will still like wear like a sweater, like I have a couple sweaters and things that I wore at Greenleaf that was like what, almost ten years ago? And it's just like like when me and you work together. Mm-hmm. And it, and like why? Why do I still have and it's not it's not that it's like why because I love it. It's why because I've never loved it. Okay, I see you know? what you I see what you're saying. It's always it's like it's always like a cover thing. It's safety. It you is. feel safe in your clothes. Mm-hmm. You feel safe in the clothes, but 
they're not the clothes that you want. Right. Yeah. So I think that there are a lot of reasons why so many of us often feel like we have a closet full of things that we don't wear. And I think a lot of it starts with our shopping habits. And obviously, in this situation, there are some much deeper rooted issues related to body positivity and confidence and upbringing and all of those really um, a trauma. You've experienced a lot of trauma related to this. So I, I think that that's, that's a big part of it as well. But you know, if we're going to get down to like the technical things of things that you can actually do in your closet, it all starts with what we're actually buying. And I think for people like me and you and people who live for colors and prints, have a particularly hard time with this because we aren't really focused on building functional wardrobes. We're focused on kind of like that appeal, that like pop, Mm -hmm. that thing that drew us in from the beginning. And it's a great thing to have, but we need to pause and look at the bigger picture, see how this fits into the bigger picture, go back to those deeper rooted issues like safety and comfort and confidence and our lifestyles, then then kind of build out from there. But I'm here to tell you that you can absolutely have a funky, fun, bold wardrobe, and it can be functional, but it takes a little bit of practice and effort. So before I get into kind of like how to build that functional wardrobe, I want you to understand that functional wardrobes, they don't just happen. And I think once you get that out of your head, because you are a creature of habit, and like you just said, you just pick a couple things and you hold on to them, which is very common. But I know you, and you tend to do that a lot. I want you to kind of get out of your head that it's just going to happen. Because you like convenience, right? Yeah. But if you are really serious about this, and I really would love for you to wear all the fun things that that you've been buying. We're not personal stylists. We don't have people dressing us every day like Kim Kardashian. We don't have people shopping for us, right? Like if we had that, then you could just wake up and be like, dress me, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) But it takes time to build these things and to put things together and research and inspiration and trying things on and taking things back and all of that stuff. Like I want you to really embrace the fact that this is going to become a lifestyle and it's just going to take time and practice. That is really the biggest thing I ever took away from kind of like all the ups and downs with my wardrobe. The one thing that stuck with me is like, I have to spend time in my closet. Mm-hmm. I have to like get to know it. It needs to get to know me. We need to play around in there. So there are a few parts of this that I want to break down. Tell me if this is true or false. You're buying clothes that seem fun and funky or that are fun and funky, but they are hard to mix and match with what you already own in your closet. I guess true. I don't, it's hard. This is why I'm being a weirdo because I have tons of black pants and anything goes with black pants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's always what my fallback is, is I can wear anything because I have so much black that I can mix it with black. Okay. But then it doesn't always look like I thought it would. Yeah. I put it on and I'm like, mm. yeah, because not everything goes with black. Mm-mm. Yeah. A couple of times I, I like have some old stuff that I've seen like pictures and that I thought looked good and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And it's like a black shirt underneath and yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't look that great. Okay. So it's like, it's not a true or false. It's kind of like a IDK. Another thing that tends to happen a lot, especially for people who are buying funky, cool patterns and stuff, is that a lot of times we're shopping for pieces and not necessarily for outfits. Uh, so true. Like this is, I think, more common than we realize. Mm-hmm. 
So we see something really cool. We're like, I want that thing. I mean, I do this with sequins and stuff sometimes Mm -hmm. where I'm like, this is amazing. And how can I build an outfit out of this? This is a piece and not an outfit. And I'm not saying go buy a whole outfit from the store. But when you're looking at these pieces, don't think of it as a piece. Think of it as an outfit. How can you build out from there? So like if I'm looking at a funky shirt, what pants at home do I have that aren't black? Yes. That'll go with them. So like, how can I get those yellow pants out of the drawer? Get those pink pants out of the drawer will they go with them get those blue those weird blue pants out of the drawer that you love like i have been saying this since the moment we met i know can i wear it three different ways yes yes and in some situations i never never, and in some cases for some people listening not only can i wear it three different ways in some situation is can i wear it to three different places so like maybe you have a lifestyle that requires you to work and take your kids on play dates and okay Mm, go to chipotle (laughs) and go to Chipotle (laughs) and have a social life, right? Or go out and have a regular social life with your friends and and spouse or partner. Mm -hmm. How can I take this one thing and wear it to three different places, which is kind of the same as like three different ways, but sometimes three different ways can be like, I'm wearing this thing to work and it's going to be kind of like in a professional setting and um, I want to be able to style this three different professional ways. So just kind of think about like what three different ways means for y- you or your lifestyle. So it doesn't have to be a one size fits all situation. Yeah. Something that like I heard or like I was hearing in my head while you were talking is that I think this is so weird for me and like why I've never listened to you. I've never been like, let me style it three different ways or blah, 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 is because I've never had the opportunity. I only got what I could get. Yep. And like all of a sudden, because people are becoming more size inclusive and and because I can go on like ThreadUp or Poshmark yep. or whatever and find all of these cool things that have always been out there, but you had to find, like you had to hunt them down, Yep. you know? So it's like, or you had to go to like places where they were way too expensive and I've never been able to afford those places. So it's like all of a sudden these jeans with flowers on them that would have been $80, I can get for 20 bucks. I've never had that opportunity before. So I am like, losing my mind buying all of these things that I have never been, you know, since, I don't know, 25, not been able to buy these things. And all of a sudden I can, and it's like a kid in a candy store. No fat pun intended, maybe, I don't know, whatever, like whatever. (laughs) But it's just like, you know, so it's like, I am 40 something and I'm like, oh my God, I'm allowed. I'm allowed to do these things now where I've never been allowed before because they weren't available to me. And, you know, back when I first gained a lot of weight, the only thing available to me was like stuff my grandma was wearing, you know? So it's just. Oh, Shannon, I know. You're absolutely right. The world taught me to hide myself. And I know we all know that. Like, we know where it's, where a big portion of it's coming from is through, you know, media. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's like, I remember being a kid and shop, when I say a kid, I mean in my 20s, and like shopping for, you know, cute clothes to go out. And I was gaining a ton of weight. And it was just like, literally, like Alfred Dunner was like what was available to me. You know what I mean? It was just, stuff my 80 you know 75 year old grandma was wearing it was just so then it was well i bet i could get away with all black you know i bet i can i can find some jeans and a a t-shirt and i'll look halfway 
stylish because black's always stylish and then it's just stuck with me yep. you know it's either that or whatever fits usually back in the day so it's like this is really hard because i've never had this opportunity before i don't think i've in the last five years i've bought more styles and more clothes than i think i have in the last 15 yeah so i i am like nodding because this is so true we are definitely in this era now where there are so many more options. I remember when we first met, I was a lot thinner than I was now, than I am now. And I remember thrifting with you. And you. I remember you telling me, like, Dina, it's different. It's different for me. I have very limited options. I buy things just because they fit. And this is the only thing I'm going to find today. Yep. And this is the only thing that, that I can take away from the thrift store today. Right. And, and you were, like, on a mission to, yeah. like, help me. And then you were like, what? Oh, my God, she's right. Because you were like, no, can't be. And I, I, not just thrifting too, like at regular retail stores, when you are a plus size woman, your options are very limited. So you just kind of take what you, what you can find. And you're like, I really want to wear something. I really want to buy something. I really need this thing. I don't really like not even just want it. I need it. And so you settle. You've been settling for so many years Mm -hmm. and now you have this amazing opportunity to express yourself. And I think for so long, for someone who like like you, who loves to use fashion as a form of self-expression and loves to use color and, and patterns as a uh, form of self-expression, you feel like you've been silencing that self-expression for so long and you feel like you've been suffocating. Right, right. And now that I don't have to, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, the good news is you have options, right? And now it's a matter of figuring out what to do with these options and not only what to do with them, but like how to make the most of them, right? Because I don't want you to have a bunch of stuff that you're not wearing. Honestly, that's worse than not having options. Oh, it is. Like I get so mad at myself. Because then you're like, that's the worst feeling when you open up a closet full of tons of beautiful things and then you don't know what to do with them. Right, right. Step one is before you buy anything, and this is really important, Shannon, Think of it as an outfit and not a piece. How can it mix and match with things that I already own? And make sure that you're shopping for your lifestyle. And for your lifestyle, the majority of your time spent, where you're wearing the majority of your clothes, because on the weekends, you're just comfy and everything. 90% of your life is spent standing up in front of a classroom. So you have to physically be comfortable. I'm not talking about the confidence piece, which is important of it, but like I want you to wear the, to look for knits and fabrics and materials that you can move around in and bend over in and and stand in all day. So how do we do this? I, I think your biggest problem is not spending enough time planning. A thousand percent. I give myself 30 minutes in the morning and then I put mascara on at work. (laughs) Okay. Well, for the time being, until you build up to this point, I really want you to move away from the mindset that you can just throw things together. Okay. Eventually, you can get there. Eventually, you will build a wardrobe that you love that is functional and funky and fun and speaks to your personal style where you can just throw things together like bam, bam, bam. This is my go to. But you're not there yet. Okay, Mm -hmm. so what we're going to start with is I want you to seek inspiration. I know you've heard me talk about this, blah, blah, blah. It's like a buzzword nowadays, but it's so important. Follow people that have the same body type as you. Celebrities, real people. I don't care. And you don't have to do this like obsessively. Just follow a handful of people who you think, you know, you admire. You admire their style. And I know you follow some people. You're always sending me stuff. Mm -hmm. Bookmark them. Create a folder in your phone. 
Don't save a million of them. Save like the real practical things that you would actually wear. Because a lot of times bloggers and influencers were wearing like the like the craziest funky things because that's what gets likes and all that. But like, okay, that's that's cool for inspiration. But like, look for like real things. Maybe look for like a plus size teacher, right? Okay. That's colorful and fashionable. And I know there are some out there, right? Yeah. But we follow those people. Don't underestimate the power of that inspiration. I, I know that we're bombarded with information online. But if you need to weed something else out that's not really serving you in your feed and replace it with some style inspiration, everyday real style inspiration, I'd rather you do that. Okay, that's that's smart. Like, because, yeah, most people that I follow are like plus size supermodels. And it's just right. like, how am I? I'm not going to dress like that. Yeah, and it's yeah. fun. You know, follow- it's, cute. it's always cute. And you're yeah. just like, oh, this is awesome that she's got this space. And yeah, but it's never anything I'd wear. It's not something that you can actually like click on the link and buy. Right. Right. Like, right. That's what I want you to be looking at or like, you know, click on the link and then save and be like, I'm going to try to thrift this. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would follow those people, follow real practical people. Okay. This is the most important part. One to two mo- times a month. Okay. I know you have one to two times in the month on a Saturday or on a Sunday. I want you to take mm, a couple hours. Okay. When you want to run away from your husband and go in your closet and play in your closet. Get to know your closet, right? Pull out pieces, put things together, try them on. It's exhausting. You're going to sweat. Do it in your bra. Like, <laughs> turn on the fan. It's it, it, Lay things on the floor. Like, get in there and play around and mix and match. Put together new outfits. And then take pictures of things you love. Take pictures of things that you did not like and put them in folders on your phone so you can remember and look back. Maybe you want to remember because you need an idea of an outfit that day, right? And you just forgot. Like, I always forget what I wear, right? Or maybe you needed to go back in your phone and be like, oh, yeah, that was real uncomfy, right? Oh, okay. It's just kind of like a, like a style diary, like your own personal style diary. But if it's uncomfy, shouldn't I get rid of it? Well, maybe, Okay. right? Like, well, like, I don't want you to just, I don't want it to be like, black and white for you okay because maybe it's uncomfortable in that situation right like with what you paired it with okay like i want you to like be thinking more deeply about it like okay is it uncomfortable because i'm wearing it with these shoes is it uncomfortable because of the way the shirt is tucked in or is it just straight up uncomfortable i can't breathe in it i can't bend over it's not doing me any favors like you have to kind of define what comfortable means okay because there are some things i own where i'm like oh this is a great piece but i did not feel great the way I had it styled. Okay. Let me try it a different way. And then, you know, over time you're like, okay, this is definitely not a good piece for me, right? So just kind of expand your thinking in that way so it's not so black and white. I still do this. I mean, I've been doing this for years and eventually it becomes fun because you are creating this wardrobe of things that you love and then you it, it starts to have a ripple effect. It has a ripple effect on how you feel during the week, how your mornings go during the week, what you need to wear in a rush, what you buy. Like it cha- it impacts my shopping habits so much. Like I know everybody makes fun of me because of how much I hem and haw when I'm at the store, but it's like once you spend that time in your closet and you really get to know your clothes, then you feel like, well, I I don't need any more. Yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> it's a little bit overwhelming just because it's something new that I have to figure out how to do. Taking pictures of myself, that doesn't make me feel comfortable. Am I going to hate all of them? I, I, I don't know. And I don't have a full length mirror. So I'm just like, okay, do I have to get one of those now? 
I don't know. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm just making up excuses. You know, I think those are all legitimate concerns. Yeah, it's just like self confidence stuff, and maybe it'll help me build my self confidence. Honestly, I'm nervous that some of the stuff that I love isn't going to love me back, kind of thing. Yeah, or like it's not going to look like I wanted it to look on me ever and then i need to get rid of it but then i'm just like you wasted your money you wasted your time it's like putting on a jumpsuit and you know you don't look the best in it but you know how comfortable you are and you're like i'm gonna be an amazing teacher today yeah i don't care what i look like honestly because of self-esteem issues i think i've only seen pictures of me in outfits like five times and been like oh you look cute you yeah. know, gotta, I got to get there. I know I can get there. Shannon, I don't think this is going to happen overnight. And I think it's just going to take practice. I guess in my mind, it's like, well, what's the alternative? Yeah. You know, like just stay doing what you're doing. And that's what's up. I would never get to like show my personality through my clothes like I did when I was younger. And I really like admire that in myself when I was young. Yeah. You know? Yep. And then now today... I'm just stuck in the the like rut that I need to get out of. And every once in a while I do, and those days aren't bad. We're going to take a quick break to shout out this episode's sponsor, Realist.com. So there are two things that I did last year that really changed the reselling game for me. The first one was opening my Shopify store, and the second one was signing up for cross-posting tools through Realist. Before using Realist, I would neglect my eBay shop for months at a time, but now I'm able to cross-post to both platforms at the same time, which in turn saves me a lot of time and helps increase my sales. So they are offering listeners 50% off a scanner and printer combo and your first 30 days for free. Use the code DINA, D-I-N-A, when you sign up on the Get Started page. And that's at realist.com, R-E-L-Y-S-T. Tell me one to three things that make you feel comfortable every time you wear them. Black jeans, long, open, like cardigan sweater Mm -hmm. kind of things always covering my butt, black shirts under cardigans or blazers or sweaters, and then sometimes under a sweater if, like, the sweater doesn't pull down all the way over, like, my gut, and then, like, tunic dresses with leggings. Mm -hmm. What is it about those things that you gravitate toward? It sounds like it's mostly covering things Mm -hmm. up. Loose and flowy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm really comfortable in fitted clothes as long as there's a little bit of give Mm -hmm. like as long as like nothing's tight on my gut or or like when i sit down like the rolls don't pop out you know what i mean like i don't mind things being snug and fit but it's like finding those exact things that are already made for you you know it's really hard yep what are some three common themes that don't work for you um aren't working for you any shirt that doesn't cover my lower belly, I freak out. Yeah. Like, I hate all day. I'll just be, like, when I'm having a good day, it's when I don't think about my outfit at all. Yes. Like, I don't touch it. I don't move around. Like, yes. I'm just comfortable. But when I have a shirt that is just, like, one inch too. Me too. Then all day I'm pulling, yep. pulling, pulling. And it's like, they oh, all, I hate it. Me too. I'm just like, nobody needs to see that. Like, yeah. that's my business. Nobody needs to see it. Yep. But sometimes my problem is I forget what shirts those are because depending on my weight, like, if I've gained or lost 10 pounds, it'll fit perfect or it won't fit and it will look, it'll drive me crazy all day. And then, so any pants that 
like give me a muffin top like where they don't pull up high enough to like just keep everything in yep you know and like or like pants that pull up high enough but then when you get where you're going they fall down and you got to pull pants Ugh. up all day these are all legitimate oh it's just, annoyances it is because <laughs> like you can look out you know I, I do look in the mirror before i leave just to make sure everything is, is in good. place yeah <laughs> and it's like when you have the pants that go where they need to go to cover all the stomachs like, then I'm good. But then, you know, as soon as it drops to one stomach, like, you're like, oh, you're showing some stuff happening. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. shirts that accentuate my back rolls can't take it. Like, that's just so uncomfortable. But I have those shirts in my, like, situation because I wear a cardigan so much that, like, it doesn't matter because the front looks good and I wear a cardigan. But then summer or springtime comes and it gets warmer and I can't wear the cardigan anymore. And then here comes the back rolls. And I'm like, no, I can't deal with that. It's too much. So what do you wear in the spring? Like flowy tops? Oh my God, I wear black. I think I have 18 Target black shirts in my drawer. Like I have so many black shirts. Yeah, that I just like dress up, make it look like they're not t-shirts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I have long sleeve black t-shirts and short sleeve black t-shirts. Okay, I have some ideas for you. Tell me some words that you associate with your style. Things that make you feel comfortable, beautiful. For example, neutral, sophisticated, vintage, feminine, modern, colorful. Okay. Plain Jane meets bohemian meets funky, fun meets New York. Cause New ev- York. Everything's black. <laughs> they love- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I didn't expect that one. Okay. So I understand that the idea of spending time in your closet, putting things together sounds daunting, but try it twice. Okay. Okay. That's your homework. Try it. Go in there. Put things on. Send me pictures. We want to help you wear some of these things. Now, the thing that I really want to talk about is when you order something or you thrift something and it doesn't quite fit or it doesn't feel 100% comfortable, this is a mindset that you've been conditioned. I'm not saying it's your fault. It's nobody's fault. You feel like you have to settle. And I think you will feel much more liberated to have things that fit you right. Like you said, the best outfit is the one that I don't think about all day. Mm-hmm. We want to focus on those pieces, whatever the size is, okay? I know this sounds cliche, blah, blah, blah. But we both know in your heart of hearts, those are the pieces that make you feel confident in your mind and in your heart and in your work, right? You're able to project that onto your students. Right. That's an incredibly powerful thing. Mm -hmm. And then you physically feel comfortable. You can run to the bathroom if you need to. You Mm -hmm. can, you know, break up a fight if you have, like, you can do all of the things you need to do in your job. Right. Yeah. It's funny because it's like the the idea of settling. Like, I never thought of it that way before. Like, I know it was like pretty plain once I started talking that that's what I've been doing. We could go, I got a a thrift up order that I ordered and it had three. Yeah. (laughs) I like the name thrift up. (laughs) A thread up order that I had ordered and I had two pair of shoes in there and they were sizes that I should definitely be able to wear. Both shoes did not fit. Both. And I had no problem being like, that sucks. Put them back in the thing. Sent them back. Perfect. I think it's because they're shoes. I don't do that with clothes. Right. Because like I could wear like a nine and a half and these were tens. I could not get my foot into the thing. Yeah. And I was just like, huh. That's weird. I didn't think like, oh, you're you got big fat feet, or like I didn't think mm-hmm. twice about it because they're just feet. Mm-hmm. 
and I just send them back. Okay. And I don't do that with, with clothes. With clothes, I'm, I tell myself I'm a piece of crap and give myself all the reasons why this should fit. And I can't nope, believe you nope. can't wear this. No. Nope. And it's just like, I didn't do that with the shoes. Why am I doing that to my body? You know? And it's just, it's so stupid that I would do that. And I never thought of me constantly keeping these clothes that that's kind of me settling because I think I have to because I don't think I'm going to have any more choices. Yep. You deserve better for yourself and and i want you to remember like okay when you return the shoes you're like oh shoot whatever it could be different sizing it could be the width or the material whatever you never blamed it on the size of your feet right right but consider shannon how many variety of sizes you tell me this all the time you're like an extra large and a 1x could be like the same thing and the range in sizes even for the same brands like people are constantly complaining about Old Navy sizing being all over the map. Yep. It's mm-hmm. inconsistent, no yeah. matter the style, whatever the material is in there. And this is hard to do. I do this to myself all the time. Shifting that mindset to where it's like, this does not fit me. That is okay. I will find something else. I'm going to return it and save my money until I find something that actually brings me joy, that actually works for me like I can actually wear it right because isn't that a better feel I feel like it's better to have kind of like a more scarce closet of things you actually utilize Mm -hmm. and love than opening your closet and being like punished by it every day like being dinged by it every day like right you suck you suck you suck you don't wear this so you suck you're a horrible person you Mm -hmm. wasted your money my closet's like full to the brim and then I even have like another closet in another room that's like filling up and yeah, it's just like, so, and I have clothes like folded on top of my dresser and those are the ones I wear. Yeah. And, and Shannon, sometimes like, when I thrift with you, I'll be like, oh, whatever happened? I never saw Shannon wear that, that sweater we thrifted together. Uh-huh. So I, I even feel bad saying, like encouraging you to not buy things or to return things that don't work until they f- actually fit because it is a terrible feeling because then you feel like, well, nothing fits me. Mm-hmm. You know what? The last five pairs of jeans I got didn't fit. I really needed a pair of jeans. So I bought a bunch retail because it was hard to find my size thrifting. I think I ordered six from like th- two or three different places. Mm-hmm. I had to return every single one. Mm-hmm. and I, And I was like, I'm not going to do this to myself. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to abuse myself. I'm not going to yell at myself. This is the body that I have right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to dress for this body right now. I'm not going to dress for the body I had a year ago before I had a baby. And I'm not going to dress for myself a year from now. Right. This is the body that I'm in now. And if it makes somebody else feel uncomfortable, that's a you problem. Mm -hmm. This is not my problem. Right. The right. problem I have right now is trying to f- figure out what I need to wear for school right. or for work. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know a part of it, too, is like like you said, we don't want people to look at our calves. Mm-hmm. That's a you problem. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's like you, all the energy you have right now. That's what I have on a like, good day. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I yeah. just don't. You could order all those things and then be in a mess for two days, you know, because it's like yes. you, you did that at the right time because like you could order all those things on a time when you're already not having, you know, you're not yes. feeling the best. You're not confident. Yep. And then you're going to, you know, be down in the dumps for two days because these stupid clothes didn't fit. Right. And, just and I, like, I, oh, my I, God, who cares? I have a note here for myself that says you are going to have bad days and you're going to have good days. Mm-hmm. Just like how you told me, Dina, you're going to have off days. Mm-hmm. And on those off days, you're going to have some coping mechanisms. 
mechanisms. Mm-hmm. You're going to go outside and you're going to get some fresh air mm-hmm. and you're going to do a brain dump of ideas mm-hmm. and you are going to stick your face in a cold <laughs> bowl of water, right? <laughs> so you're going to have those bad days and you're going to have good days. Do you think yeah. people love their clothes every day? Right. No, of course not. Even celebrities don't. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a good day and you're going to have a bad day, but you're going to have coping mechanisms to help you get through the bad days. And some of those coping mechanisms are going to be like starting with your shopping habits, buying things that actually fit, returning the things that don't. So they're out of your face. They are no longer part of your life and part of your closet. You're going to deal with coping mechanisms like, okay, well, I um, am in a rush, but good thing I did a little practice sesh earlier this month and I remember that these two things look really good together. Mm-hmm. You're going to find coping mechanisms where you're going to be like, oh, I have a bunch of adorable, colorful plus size outfits saved from this blogger that I follow, right? Those are just little things you can do every day to bottle that up. Like we keep talking about, oh, I want to take a swig of this energy and confidence every day. Mm-hmm. Those are little things that you can do to, to like fill your cup back up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they sound like like a checklist on a blog post, right? But they're practical things that you can do. Mm-hmm. But this is your little checklist of when you are having a bad day or just a mediocre day. Like, all right, what are we going to do today? Well, I'm not really quite sure. Let me look at this checklist. Do I have any um, ideas saved? What pictures did I send Dina, you know, when I was practicing in my closet? Things like that. Don't settle anymore. Right. Because you have more options now. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit of side note, but you said earlier, huh, that sweater, why hasn't she worn that? You're talking about the philosophy sweater, right? Yeah, the anthropology. Anthropology sweater. How about I'm so scared that it's not going to fit that I've never tried it on. But like I've washed it. It looks like it's going to fit, but it is so amazing because I've never had anything that cost that much money before yeah. and it was thrifted. I'm scared that it's not going to fit. Yeah. So I've never You don't want to be let down. I've never put it on my body. I've I have it in this like chest in my room and I open it and I I like pet it. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's yeah. so soft. I'm going to try it on before we talk again. Would it help or would this make it worse if I came over one day and we just like played? Oh yeah, that would help me. Okay. Yeah, because you give me like so much confidence. Like you're such a great cheerleader where it's like, I'd be like, oh, I can't do that. And you'd be like, dude, you look amazing. I think back to like that time that I was in your photo shoot and you mm-hmm. had me wear that dress and and it was just so much fun. And at that time in my life, I would have never worn anything like that. But since, because you've given, like you helped me gain that confidence, I would wear something like that in a heartbeat. Not every day. Yeah. Because it, it wouldn't be comfortable. Like just, yeah, it, it, was you know, a fa- it was a photo it shoot. It was fancy. Yeah. yeah. Where before I would never dream of showing up to like, an event with that outfit on where like today, heck yeah, I would, That's you know? Awesome. So it's like, and see that those boosts that you can get from your friends and yeah. people that, you know, you look up to, it's just like, that helps a lot. It does. And that's why back to that seeking inspiration, like people sleep on that. It, it's really powerful when you find the right person that really gives you that boost, somebody that feels relatable to you. It really helps encourage people to to seek inspiration. And maybe it's a magazine. Maybe it's your friend. Maybe it could be anybody. It doesn't have to be a celebrity or a blogger. Right. Just try wearing one bold thing. So like right now you're saying kind of like black pants, maybe like a black or neutral shirt, and then like a cardigan. Maybe swap out your cardigan for like one of those really fun retro cardigans that are coming out right now. You know, like I'm seeing so many rainbow cardigans and Mm -hmm. retro 70s flowers and mushrooms. And if you need to splurge on retail, fine, whatever, as long as it's going to be something that you're going to wear several different ways. Right. So you could start small and start easy. And instead of maybe a neutral shirt, I'm going to wear a pink shirt underneath this cardigan right you yeah. know like some, like little little baby steps yeah 
Because it's it's weird because like, I want to wear funky stuff, but I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I just want the normal, oh, that's cute. Yep. Like, I don't want that, yes. oh, my God, you know, the freak out. Like, I hate that part. And I think that's something else I'm always scared of changing um, from always wearing, like, plain stuff to wearing bold stuff all the time is, like, conversation. Like, yes. I don't want to have it. Yep. Yeah, you know, I don't want to draw attention to it. Like, I've always been this way. You just didn't know yes, it. I don't want to have this yes, conversation. Yes, yes. Well, I think the more practice and the more you incorporate that into your everyday life, and then you'd be like, oh, that's just Shannon. Yeah. Like, nobody nobody thinks twice about it. Yeah. And then when you start wearing neutrals, they're going to be like, what are you oh, doing? Yeah. <laughs> this is this an off day for you? Is this, I, I, really, truthfully, because you're absolutely right. This is who you've always been. Mm-hmm. And this kind of settling is just like a temporary phase and that's fine we're all gonna have phases i'm going through a hell of a temporary phase right now i don't even know my closet right now i haven't for the last two years yeah and it's okay you were just told me before we started recording you're like you're gonna get out of that Mm -hmm. we're gonna come out the other end of this right so the more and more you build in that self-expression into back into your wardrobe by taking these small steps, right? Those little, right. those little, that little checklist. Right. And um, I think, I think too, like reasons why, like even like for both of us, like why do you need to get dressed today? Like I work at home, mm-hmm. you know, but like, because it makes me feel good. Yeah. You know, like why do I need to wear any of these clothes? Yep. Like I can wear my standard all black. So, because it makes me, I'm probably going to be more fun today if I do. It like brings out my personality. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Finding your why. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing that I'm challenging myself to do this year, and so far I'm on the right track, I've lost all touch with my closet mm-hmm. since March of 2020. I have not been back to the office since March of 2020. I had a baby and I literally don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so... I miss taking pictures of my clothes. I miss playing in my closet. See, like, I really enjoyed that part. Yeah. Like, I know that part freaks you out. Yeah. That was like my me time. I would mm-hmm. run away from my kids and come in my closet and put things together and lay things out and Google and save and challenge myself to replicate outfits. I don't do any of that anymore. And so I was telling my sister about it. And, like, it really makes me depressed. So she's like, do it once a month. Mm-hmm. Put a fun little outfit together, whether you wear it out or not, you know, just kind of bring that creativity back and do a fun photo shoot, whatever, in your house outside and post it on your blog. That's a great idea. Oh, did I, you have fun doing it? I did have fun doing it. I mean, I will say back to that, like, looking at yourself in the mirror kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I said a few hurtful things to myself. Yes, yes. But I was like, I'm not I'm not going to abuse myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can take a you couple jabs. Yourself, you yeah. snapped yourself out of it. That's good. A, yeah said a couple mean things that I would never say to somebody else. And then (laughs) I I just, I moved on. Mm -hmm. Good, good. Cause like I, like there, I remember days where I would just do it all day long. Yep. Like cry about it. Yep. Take all my clothes off, lay in my bed, like half naked. Cause I shouldn't wear any clothes then. Like just total, like you have a tantrum. Yeah. And then, and then I spiral and then it like, I spiral and it affects other things in my life. Oh yeah. Well, the reason why you can't do that is because you can't get dressed and then because you can't get dressed, you can't. (laughs) And I'm like, those things have nothing to do with each other. (laughs) And then it's time to go to McDonald's. (laughs) Yes. Then you, yeah. Well, I'm already here. So like, I'm already at this point. I might as well just keep going. It's the shame never fixes. Yeah. We we need a guest therapist. On, on the podcast <laughs> this is getting a little too personal <laughs> but yeah I, so i get it i get that like looking at yourself in the mirror while you're wearing these new fun funky things there is a little bit of a a, a sting yeah right you're like yeah. oh it's not how i pictured it in yep, my head never is i'm yep. still picturing like march 2020 dina in my head yep 
But again, back to those coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. Move on with your day. There are way more other important things. You feel comfortable, you know, physically comfortable. The size fits and incorporated something that reflects your personality. Right, right. Yep. I'm excited to do this. I I, like, I really, I really am. Like, I'm really excited to like try to do this. I think I've told you before that I would do it and I never had the intention of actually doing it. Like, oh, I'll get around to it. But I actually like... I'm going to do it. Well, yeah. The last time we really talked about this was three years ago. Now, in just the three years, your options. Drastic. Huge. Mm -hmm. Huge. Just in three years. Oh, yeah. I I totally agree. Mm -hmm. So I've noticed, like, you've been sending me links to things. I'm like, oh, she's shopping a lot lately. Or she's she's browsing, at least. Way more than I ever have in my life. You never really used to. Mm -hmm. You're just like, check, check, check. I have what I need. So I love that this part of you is coming back. Like, that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things about you, Shannon. Really, it's really one of the foundations of our friendship. Right, you know? like, only the two of us can shock each other with our clothing. Yeah, <laughs> not to say that that's the only reason why. No, but like, it's well, a really fun thing to do. Yeah, so yeah. I, 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 it pains me to see that you've been silencing that part of you for so long because mm-hmm. I know it's in there. Yeah. Like, there's nobody that has your style. Like, it's such a... <laughs> unique brand and <laughs> i love that about you right remember you are worthy of feeling fashionable and wearing things that you love period i think, I think this podcast should be called be kind to yourself <laughs> <laughs> we're constantly saying that to each other <laughs> oh speaking of being kind to yourself how have you been doing with um yeah. your homework from your from our last oh my god shannon i've been doing g- good if i had to grade myself i'd give myself a b minus oh Okay. Okay. Want to know why? I feel like you're probably grading yourself too harshly. Is my first. No, no, guess. I, no. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty fair grade. All right, let's hear. Uh, the reason why I give myself like a minus is because I checked my phone in the morning sometimes. Oh, I've been. i every morning when I drive to work, I wonder. Yeah. If you're on your phone, I did it. Like since we've last talked, I've done it like fifty to fifty percent of the time. Like half the time I haven't, and like half the time I have. What's the difference between when you don't and when you do? Like, oh, much what, better day when I don't. I mean, like, what's making you? I'm just curious. Okay. I'm so just honestly, I just want to see what happens since I woke so up. So it's not like, um, is it a reaction to waking up? Or is like, do you have to like say, you are not getting yes. on your phone today because otherwise it's just your reaction. Yes, to I actually up. have to say it to myself. We are not doing this today. We are not doing this today. We're not like, so uh, there, there were days where I coached myself through it. I'm like, okay. not doing it, not doing it. And then some days I'm like, I'm just really curious. Like I posted this thing last night. I want to see how it performed. I want to see like, oh, what? that's another good question question then is did you always check after you posted something the night before well i post something almost every night you do every night oh pretty much except for the weekends okay i post like five to six days a week dang girl like it's funny because i just always know that there's going to be dean's day stuff on there but i don't ever like count it like how you probably have to you're like yeah it's all planned out Yeah. yeah exactly wow so i was like i recognize that like half the time i shouldn't have done that but i'm like progress like progress, not perfection. But I was very proud of the days that I didn't check my phone. I have not beat myself up over feeling insecure in my abilities or like self-doubt. I just keep telling myself, I've been looking at the positive. Like I've been saying, these are all of the amazing things that happened last month because some really cool things happened to me in January. And I'm like, we're not going to focus on this. Good. There were a couple times, I'm not going to lie, and it still kind of bugs me, where I've thought about something that I was like, 
you could have done better. Mm. And I don't understand why that didn't work in your favor. And that one still bothers me deep down. I'm like, that's not your journey. That's not your journey. I keep telling myself that is not your journey. Good. I did something really productive. I got a start on my course that's been just like a thorn in my behind because I'm like, I've been very nervous about it. And then as I was doing it, I'm like, why were you so nervous? Mm-hmm. You just, just had to, you just had to get it out of your brain. Overwhelmed, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then I took my new notebook and uh, every morning I write out everything that's in my head. Nice. I have this like on one page, it's everything that's in my head. And then on the second page, it's like chunked out. Nice job. Wow. That's a lot of work to do that. It wasn't that bad. It was fun. If it was for me, like every single day. Yeah. I would have done it like once so far. (laughs) No, it was fun. It was fun. Nice job. It was was easy. I only took like over coffee like and I was done. Wow. It just had to come out of my head. So uh-huh. I, so when I looked at it, I'm like, oh, life is not that hard. And then anxiety kind of goes away. Oh, yeah. Then I'm like ready to start my day. Have you had any moments where you had to tell yourself you were excited instead of anxious? I told myself that several times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Did it work? Yes. It, I swear it worked. That's awesome. Okay. And then the biggest accomplishment was one day I checked my phone when I woke up and somebody was yelling at me on Instagram. I was like, ugh. It bothered me a lot. Yeah, I, it would bother me too. And I was just like, oh my God, we're not going to go down this rabbit hole. So I dropped my kids off at school. And then I was already, it was the day we, it was like two degrees outside. Oh, okay. Like, it was like the world was frozen. Yeah. And, but it was really sunny. And I was already super bundled up from dropping them off. And I just had this kind of, I guess, adrenaline from like feeling kind of upset over the comment and i'm like i'm just gonna go for a walk you went for a walk on the coldest day at home or like around the block i listened to our podcast i put my headphones in and i listened to the episode before we published it and i went around like two or three times i was like super i was like sweating i was like shedding layers dang girl and my sister called me and i'm like i'm on the walk she's going on a walk she's like today like out of all the days like today was like the (laughs) coldest day of the year and i felt fantastic and i was so excited to tell you but i'm like i'll just save it for the podcast i'm so proud of you for doing it that's really hard to do especially like how cold it's been how snowy it's been it felt so good shannon it felt like the day i stuck my face in the bowl of water oh i'm so glad you did it you know that feeling when it's cold but you're sweating oh yeah it's a great feeling it is it is yeah so that was a huge accomplishment and really it was because of you like you really encouraged me to get out and so i I haven't gone on walks every day but what i have been doing is i switched routines with my husband and i decided to drop the kids off instead of pick them up because then that gives me like a fresh head start on my day like yes if i need to run an errand i'll go do it then because then that way i'm not just like in my sweatpants sitting in front of my desk wondering why i suck at everything (laughs) And it kind of puts a pep in my staff. Right. It's just like waking up, getting ready, and driving to work. Having a drive to work. Yeah. 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 Getting you out. This isn't really related. I don't know. Whenever I'm off work, but I'm supposed to be at work, so I have a day off, and I'm driving around. It's just the best feeling that you're like out and about, and you're like going to go to shopping or going to go like do errands that you need to get done, and you don't have to go to work, but you're out. Like it's just like you don't get stuck in a rut. Yep. And then it's four o'clock, and what'd you do with your day? Yes. That's that's my life because Mm -hmm. I pick the kids up at like four thirty and. I I will be like, oh my God, I haven't left my office today. Yeah. I haven't talked to anybody. I've been by myself, but I love this new routine and you've encouraged me to do it. Just told Dan, I'm like, we need to try this new thing. 
I, I need to start my day a different way. Yeah. And so I always kind of try to throw in something. If it's not a walk, I'll run and like pick up something from the grocery store or, or go buy a cup of coffee. Like I'll do something to start my day the way I used to when I worked at an office. Yeah. It makes you feel good. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear it. I yeah. feel like you got to be. Oh, shut up. There's no minus. There's no minus. <laughs> the, minus the minus was for the day that I let that comment really bother me. But you you handled it. You didn't let it rule your day. No, I didn't. I didn't like let it escalate. I There's no minus there then. Like oh. you fixed it. Okay. Yeah. There's no minus. You, you did great. <laughs> Thank you. You just got to stop picking that phone up in the morning. Oh, it's so I hard. I know it's hard. Oh, but, oh, oh, here's another fun thing that happened to me. Oh, I think I told you this. I deleted TikTok. Yeah. And my screen time, my phone sent me a notification. It's down by, what was it, like 47% or something. That's crazy. Like, yeah. TikTok really just, like, <laughs> laid into my life. It's like, zombies you out. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. I'm Ever since I had, like, I, I bought a new phone. Mm-hmm. We got new phones. And um, my old phone is my TikTok phone. I love that. I never watch it anymore. Because, like, I, it's, like, yep. I, it's, like, in my, my bedside table. And half the time it's dead. And it only works off Wi-Fi. But if I want to watch TikTok, that's what I have to do. That's a great idea. Because it's just, it was. It was, like, I was mm-hmm. on my lunch lunch break at work when you know I have better things to do and I'd be like I'm gonna watch TikTok and then I'd have three minutes to go pee before class started again yeah what are you doing yeah well we're making progress we are well thank you so much I'm excited I'm excited for my new my new adventure with my wardrobe and clothing and just remember like it doesn't all have to happen at once and it won't and it shouldn't like it's gonna take time right like I should check back in with you in like a year not like yeah like in a month like the next time we check in with each other i expect you to do like maybe just a portion of what we talked about right you know but it's practice rinse and repeat do this over and over and over again the same way you told me i want you to repeat these things to you right to yourself over and over again but really shannon i want you the last thing i want to say is like you are worthy i know you feel like you do not deserve it and so many women feel like this you deserve it You deserve to feel beautiful and happy in your clothes, period. 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 (laughs) If the roads aren't straight up ice, I think we should go to the West Side Bakery. Yes, please. And have a cozy day. Yes, please. Like, they better be open. I'm going to (laughs) cry if they're not open. I didn't even think of that. Oh, yeah, they might not be. I'm just like, where's where's the internet? (laughs) Oh, Tell All me, right, everybody. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for another episode of Wait, Can We Talk About It next month. Thanks to our partner, Relist.com, for sponsoring this episode. If you are ready to up your reselling game, I encourage you to check them out at Relist.com. Not only do they have cross-posting software, but they also have lots of tools that are essential to your reselling business, like printers, poly bags, monitors, and so much more. Use the code DINA, D-I-N-A, for 50% off of a printer and scanner combo, and you'll get your first month for free. That's R-E-L-Y-S-T dot com. You can find episode show notes at dinasdays.com slash podcast. We're on Instagram at thanksitsthrifted.pod, and we're on Facebook at Dina's Days. If you're enjoying the podcast, we would love it if you gave us five stars in your podcast listening app. We appreciate you being here, and we'll see you next time.